Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Lorianne, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another listen. Welcome to another episode um, some time with us, your co-host over here at Recharge This Whole Podcast. I am Bailey, of course, and then I am here with my mother and my co-host and my partner within Recharge. Lorianne, wow, that was a lot. I know. You're I like an know. MC. I just took an e-shot, everybody. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah. I just took an e-shot and I was getting amped up before this because we were, I had a big day. I had a really busy day. You had a big day. Tell them everything you did for self-care. It's self-care Sunday. Self-care Sunday. So I did a lot for for self-care. Um, I went first and lifted at the gym. Well, first my mom and I went on a walk with Little Bear. Mm-hmm. Then I went to the gym and I lifted. I hit chest and I hit shoulders. Then I drove all the way over to my favorite hill because I haven't had a chance to run my hill in a couple of weeks because we've been busy. Um, so went over there and ran the hill twice. So got five miles of hills in. Then I took my happy little butt over back to the gym and I saunaed, steamed, shaved, exfoliated, lotioned. Wow. Lotioned wow, my whole wow, body. Wow. Then I went over to my favorite brow spot, got my eyebrows threaded, said hello to everybody there. Then I walked my happy little butt over to the nail place and got my toes done got a gel pedicure and then um yeah almost fell asleep in the chair did some what work on my day. phone came back here hit a wall hit a hard wall and I knew that my mom and I both had to do this podcast so yeah I shifted my energy a little bit I got a little bit loud just now took an e-shot full of energy and adaptogens which her stepdad gave to her very nicely put it on top of her Laptop knowing that she had a podcast coming up. I think he just likes to share them. Yeah, it's his like token of, it's one of his love languages. It's not in the love language. Um, giving e-shots. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it's yeah. an act of service. Yeah. Act of service it should and be gift its giving. Own, it should be its own category. <laughs> it should be its own category. <laughs> we pack those things, those bad mama jamas, with this when we go on retreat because they're great for jet lag. Mm-hmm. And they really help you when you're feeling like you need a little extra energy to push a workshop through. And then it just is amazing. They're Man, amazing. they freaking work. Yeah, because your energy is just, just wild. Like night and day. I, I don't know. To, I think I need to go I, run that I, hill again. I know. I need to I need to <laughs> step away. But I, I'm under the blankets. I, I decided to refrain from the e-shot that my husband offered me because I want to go to bed like it. Like I am so excited about going to bed like at eight. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit more work I need to do after this. So I'm like, you know, e-shot time, e-shot time. But before we get started, we decided that we do not and we should because we have a lot of you beautiful souls that listen to us. Um, we should announce some of our offers that are coming up on here. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about two different ones just so you guys, if you're in need of something um, or maybe just really trying to integrate, you know, what you've been learning within 
other facets that offer tools and different perspectives or maybe if you've just recently came to our one of our retreats or maybe came to a retreat in the past um, we'll, we offer a lot of different things that you can help you integrate and continue to step into more alignment so um, my online breathwork classes are starting up again which I'm super excited about I love it um, but they're starting February 1st so I close it out um, about the same week that I open it. So if you've been wanting to maybe dive into breathwork, learn more about it, create your own practices at home and have a community, have a community. If you've been suffering from trying to learn how to manage your anxiety or maybe just feeling really disconnected from yourself, um, it's a beautiful way to reset the nervous system, tap into your intuition, which is your inner compass. So you can feel like you're on a more aligned path. And also boost your self-esteem. I know that my, I used to deal a lot with emotional eating. My cravings have completely went away. I'm the healthiest that I've ever been, not just in my mind, but also within my body. And it's, breathwork has allowed me to create this path of alignment with ease. I enjoy it. I get such crazy downloads. Um, So like ideas or, you know, a deeper connection with my my spirituality through my practices. So I talk a lot about it. I also give so much um, further teachings like behind the science of it and then also spirituality behind it um, within the group. And we do weekly classes. If you miss a class, you can access it, the recording through the group. So yeah, if you're wanting to dive into the practice of breath work, it's $44 for the month. So $11 for... So reasonable. <laughs> For the oh my week, gosh. per week, and yeah, I feel like this practice is something that the whole world needs. It really does. It rewires your inner world. It heals you from the inside out. You, what's actually happening is you're slowing down the brain waves, so you can get out of the logical mind and really tap into the subconscious and kind of access all the information that is within, right? So all the the different survival patterns that we have created and kind of close out those loops and process them um, and tap into past lives, which my mom and I both have done before. I mean, it's just an unending plethora of information that is within our subconscious. So yes, if you were wanting to hold a spot for that, then you can reach out to me directly. Um, My Instagram is baileycode, B-A-I-L-E-E-C-O-D-E, or you can just email me at baileycode uh, at yahoo. There's so many different ways to get in contact. So if that's something that you feel like you've been needing, then I am so excited for you to join. And then the second one is our Sayulita retreat. So Sedona's full and February we have, um, we are going to Sedona, but that one is full. We won't offer that again until 2024. And I know a lot of people have been asking for something that's easy to get to, something that would be an immersion and that is just as life-changing as all our other retreats and one of our most favorite places to go because it's literally built into a bed of crystals and it has pyrite on the beach which the pyrite actually absorbs negative energy and it's in Sayulita so you'd fly into Puerto Vallarta and then we'll come and sweep you up and bring you to our beautiful villa right on the beach and just really roll around in magic and pampering you, massages and workshops and yoga on the beach. And it's just um, truly 
truly a once in a lifetime experience. And we have lots of different um, pricings according to the room, but you get everything. The private chef, no matter which room you get, you will get everything. And so that one is March 27th through the 31st. And you can message through rechargethesoul.com or through the through Instagram or all the other places. Yeah, I'll put ways to contact us oh, in yeah. the notes below, which you can always find there. So yeah, so we just wanted like, to throw those out there. Throw those out there. Because we get asked all the time, what are you guys offering? What's going on? So we thought, well, we'll do announcements at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, But we have had some wild experiences that, of course, we are seeming like we're always having wild experiences. But at recently at one of our retreats, we were, well, I didn't have quite the full on full-on self-care day you did but I am I'm feeling so relaxed I did I ice plunged today but I'll talk about that later and I think that's why I'm so completely relaxed I know I feel like you and me are on two different points yeah. right now which is okay because <laughs> we'll balance each other out you know and so um so we were at one of our retreats and this is just it's so interesting how the more you step into your power and more in alignment which we'll be talking about being in alignment and what that means, how things will come up to test you. And so you'll have just things out of the blue. So this one of our retreats um, in the, the past few retreats, we had a rogue chef. Bailey, Bailey needs to talk about it because she was so excited. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it out for you. Bailey was so excited. She said, Mom, we're at, we're at our, one, of our, one of our favorite retreats places and she said mom I'm gonna go and get some breath work before all the ladies arrive so just so I can get grounded she grabbed her her um, beautiful sarong that she likes to use as a as a place to sit on the beach and she had her journal and she was and she was marching out to the beach just so excited about the seeing the waves and being on the beach and getting grounded and then so <laughs> so funny because that's so true I had my deck of cards with me my Palo Santo and my cup of coffee and my sarong so I was marching down there and I was like oh my god I haven't been able to do breath work in this place for about two months now and then I see our old chef sitting um, on the beach behind our villa and I was like oh so I was like oh it's so nice to see him and the only reason why we stopped using him was because you know, he was jacking us around. He was jacking us around <laughs> because my mom and I, we, you guys really get the inside scoop on the podcast. My mom and I are, you know, we're running a business and we're in the wellness field. And a lot of the work we do, people would consider woo-woo. And, and I think a lot of people, because we work with, you know, chefs and transportation and people that own villas and um, the list goes on. Adventure. uh you tour know, guides. Tour guides, thank you. you massage therapists. Massage therapists. So we have these relationships with a lot of people. Sometimes what happens when we create this relationship and it goes on for a long amount of time is we're so honest and open and we like anybody that walks into our spaces to feel welcome and loved and seen. So sometimes that can be taken as being naive and not fully knowing what's going on on the business aspect of it, you know, money and all of that, which is not the case at all. You know, you can be kind, but it doesn't mean that you're a somebody that can be walked all over. So 
yeah, there was a chef that got, we loved, we still love. We have had so many good memories with them. Um, but they were just slowly jacking up the price and would have an excuse each time for why they were jacking up the price. And it just got to the point where it was like, all right, like you're kind of taking advantage of our niceness. And so we didn't really, we just mentioned that to him and said, we're going to go in a different direction. You know, it was just getting out of our budget. We didn't go into all like the depths of it. We just kept it, you know, that was simple and easy, simple and easy. And that was just the truth, the truth. And so found a different chef you know, that was still in alignment and in our, our price range that we felt comfortable with. So the old chef is sitting, in, <laughs> it's been a couple of retreats since we've used him. And the old chef is sitting in front of the villa on the beach. And I was like, okay. So I go up and he starts walking up to me and I hug him and I'll ask how he's doing. And then he dives into the subject of, you know, us not using him anymore. And and, to hijack you. And, and, he, and I explained <laughs> to him, I was like, listen, like, we love you guys and you guys did great work, but it's just the price just kept getting out of our, our range. So we had to go in a different direction. And he goes, well, I'm here to collect money from you guys. And he's told me an amount. And he, it was never within any of the agreements. In fact, our messages that we last sent to him, he never messaged us back. And we gave him way in advance notice before any retreat. So on our end, we felt like it was in an in integrity. Mm-hmm. And he, I think, was backed into a corner. And we've heard some things that were going on in his personal life. And so, um, yeah, he told me the amount. And and I was like, we're not paying you that because that's never been a part of the agreement. And, and that was never even mentioned until just now. And that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and so then he proceeded to say, um, that he was going ha- he doesn't want to have to send people into the retreat to collect the money. And I was like, what? Like, what are we in what right now? Doing? I was like, we're just trying to do some wellness retreats, help change people's <laughs> lives. And now you're like trying to make this, Turn like, to the mafiosa. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, that's not going to happen. And like, I said some other things to him to kind of like set a very clear line. And then I walked back up and I was like, I'm definitely not doing breath work now. <laughs> it's all heated. And I looked at my mom because our main thing is we want to protect recharge and anybody that comes recharge. within it. And we have within all of our retreat spaces, we know most of the town and we have people that watch out for us. You know, not saying we never take people to dangerous places, but in this circumstance, we never take people to dangerous no, places. No, <laughs> no, we don't want to even worry about any of that. So, we always go to places that we we know like the back of our hand. And so we mentioned it to, you know, the owner of the villa, who's another one of our close friends, and he knows everybody and an in town. And a, he's an attorney. We all n- mentioned it to our current chef, who knows all the cops in town. So, um, and then like the house cleaner, whose husband now was watching. And so it was like everybody, they called him, they had a clear conversation with him. So it was obviously it was taken care of. And, you know, I knew when he was talking to me that that he was just coming from a place of being desperate. Yeah, he seemed very desperate. Yeah. And so that was the they Mm -hmm. that was the day that the ladies were arriving. So that was that morning. And then (laughs) we handled all of this. Right. And so then we had to switch some rooms around. So then we're moving a bunch of furniture and like it was just things are going a little bit astray. And then 
And then my mom walks into the room, <laughs> right? We finally got everything covered. Everybody's showing up in a couple oh hours. My, my mom's about to go get her hair done because she likes to get a blowout before everybody arrives. She walks in and I look at her and she's her mouth is like closed and her head is down. And she just goes into the bathroom and shuts the door in there for like a minute and then comes back out and she and I her, said you won't believe this she looks at me she stops and she goes you won't believe this and I was like is it bad or good and she just smiles and there's there's a, a, a piece. big chunk of my tooth missing my front tooth my front tooth everybody's arriving I need to be at the airport like in three hours three hours it was wild it was wild. I was like, okay. So, you know, our, our original. <laughs> like, okay. So we we look at each other and we're kind of just in disbelief for a second about everything that's happening within the past three hours, you know. And and it was, we were going into a big, big retreat. We had a, a lot retreat. of lot of women coming, biggest, you know, at, the, at its capacity mm-hmm. to the point where I was staying in a hostel across the street. Mm-hmm. And so we're all like, okay, we need a we can't go into a state of panic because that's not going to help. So let's go into a state of what can we do? Problem solving. <laughs> what can we do? So it just so happened that we had gotten our teeth cleaned in this country um, two months prior. So we knew the dentist here. So mom makes an emergency phone call to the dentist. They <laughs> happened to answer. And not only did they happen to answer, but they happened to have a uh, appointment. 1030 a.m. appointment. For her in 30 minutes. And then her next appointment, her hair appointment was at 1130. So it was literally the only time that she could get in there to get it fixed. And they fixed it. And it looked like complete, like it's still, it, it's still the temporary. Yeah, because she has couldn't. veneers. And yeah. so, you know, we wanted to explain a lot of that because, you know, the, the old chef never ended up showing up. She got her tooth fixed. And the only reason why we knew the dentist was because we, we went and got our teeth cleaned before mm-hmm. Um, there was some room situations. We got those sorted out. We just went into, you know, and one day we're going to offer a course for people to teach them how to run their own retreats. And Mm -hmm. when you're running a retreat, you can't be in a state of victim mentality and you can't be in a state of panic or anxiety. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to compartmentalize Mm -hmm. problems that happen Mm -hmm. and manage them in a clear headed and level headed way. Mm -hmm. And so... We went into problem solving mode. We solved all, everything and we had one of the most successful, impactful retreats mm-hmm. that we've had. And we say that about every retreat, really. But, but this, this was, one was, was really off, uh, off the hook. Yeah. And so it was this beautiful mm-hmm. opportunity of the universe, in a way, mm-hmm. testing us and kind of giving us a little bit of a nudge to expand even further into you know, resilience, resilience and alignment and alignment mm-hmm. and leadership, really, because, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be you can't you have to always be in a state of you. Everything is going to work out. Everything is going to work out. And that's really we mm-hmm. preach this and we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And this was just a, an example for you guys to see how that looks in your everyday life and how we we live it and how you can embody it embody it so mm-hmm. that was wild and it was do you want to tell him about the second chef like what we were what happened what he's telling us in the car ride on the airport on the way to the airport after the retreat oh so we have this chef that we've met so everything is always working out for us and we know that to be true and so it 
So we we met this chef when we needed an Uber driver right after Costa Rica opened up again, and it was um, it was closed. There was a pandemic, and then you know then it was start just starting to open up again. So they were very grateful to have tourism, to have Americans back in the country, and so our chef actually was an Uber driver trying to make ends meet while the country was closed down. And so we met the chef and then, you know, he's constantly trying to get our business and we were like, no, we have a great one. We're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. And then we end up, end up actually, you know, using him. He's was what he's wonderful. He actually should have his own cooking show. He's very, he's just very entertaining and his food is fabulous. So Anyhow, we're on our way to um, to the airport, and he's telling us a story about his about his upbringing and how his father was an alcoholic and how he was just really, you know, it was a really hard time and how he went and had to live with his his stepmom, who was not very nice to him, up in Guanacaste, which is up in the northern part of the country, and his dad would leave for days because his dad would work, and then after his dad got paid. He would go off and he would go drinking and still give money to the family, but he was gone a lot. And so finally, I can't remember what, tell me the part that happened where he just, he said, he said his mom called because he was, his dad was, it wasn't around and his mom called and said, you know, he goes, you're not taking care of my son. Oh, they were going to take him out of school. He was like, I want to, I don't want to stay in school. And his mom said, his mom said, I'm coming up there to get you, called the father, said, I'm I'm coming to get my son and I'm going to bring him back down here to Hakka where I'm at because he, he deserves a chance. He deserves to be in school and he's my son and I'm going to come and get him. So he ended up going back home and going back and he was like 16 years old. So he was with his dad for a little while and he decided that he was going to be, you know, start his own business. He went to school to become a chef. He started doing all of these things to really become an amazing self-starter and an amazing, and having belief in himself and not allowing, not allowing the people that raised him, you know, to their problems to actually stop him from his dreams or have him have a victim mentality and, and decide to, you know, do things that were against his highest good. He stepped into his highest timeline. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, my hairdresser is the same way. Yeah, yeah, and it was really cool because I think that what kept popping in my head is they say, like, the past, what's happened mm-hmm. in the po- past, we sometimes, especially within, if it's within our childhood or generational, we don't have any control over what has happened, but it's our responsibility to to choose different and to create a different future Mm -hmm. and victim mentality though there's like two different ways you know you can honor what happened and you can process what Mm -hmm. happened and you can do the work around it to heal but then it's also our responsibility so not bypassing what happened no not by no and but it's our responsibility now to take what has happened because a lot of the times the universe will put you in certain situations because there's something you need to learn there and so, and or you choose it from the other side, or you choose it from the other side. And some mm-hmm. of us, yes, get dealt really beautiful hands in life, and and that is great. But some of us don't. And so it's not about judging one another for maybe one side is more privileged, or but it's about 
taking ownership over your life and your choices and your future and knowing that that is with that is stepping into your power. But it was, you know, the thing about it too was it sounded like he had for a couple of different times diverted into maybe a lower path, a lower vibration, lower vibration. Sure. Like when we met him, we realized now he was kind of starting back at a, um, trying to rebuild again. Mm-hmm. And we met him and he was our Uber driver. And then we slowly built a relationship with him. Like mm-hmm. he was transporting us, mm-hmm. you know, cause he told us he had bigger vehicles for the women and, and we really liked him and, we liked his energy. We liked how personable he was. And he always I, delivered. Always delivered. There was one time when we had showed up to the airport and we got here. We got always get here a couple days early before the retreat. Had a bunch of bags with us. You know, it's our work stuff. And but our hotel couldn't let us check in for I think it was like five hours. And we had just taken a red eye. I hadn't slept at all. You know, when you're so tired that you feel nauseous. That's how I felt. And I was falling asleep in the car right over. And he could have easily just kicked us out and put us somewhere and said, okay, I'll see you later. Like, But he let us stay and at his house. At his house. <laughs> he gave us blankets. I slept on his couch. He turned on the AC, shut all the blinds, gave us water. And, you know, at first when we walked in, we're like, what uh, are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? But then we saw a cross that was hang- hung on his wall. And we're like, oh. And a little saint, a figurine of a saint on his um, coffee table. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, we're we're in good hands. And so that was another little thing that he had done where we're all like, oh. And so it was like he slowly started, then he started helping us book and being, because um, he knows everybody in town. He was our middleman for new, he showed us two new spots that we now take our ladies on that a, a phenomenal. Is, Mm-hmm. Yeah, both are phenomenal and they're more in our budget and they're unforgettable adventures. And mm-hmm. he was the connection for us to find those places. So then he moved in, like got a little bit, like wiggled his way in that way. Now he's our one of our main chefs. We trust him so much. We mm-hmm. honor his work. He, mm-hmm. We feel so grateful to have him a part of our lives. And he's managing all the transportation. We joke around and we say he's like our retreat manager for this specific location. And, and his mom makes tamales and homemade tortillas. I mean, it's just like the whole family now. Yeah. And so it's just kind of, it was really mm-hmm. kind of beautiful because on this last mm-hmm. time we saw him and we've known him for about a year now and we've watched him really, you know, take ownership over his future and his destiny mm-hmm. you know he didn't lean into fate he created his own destiny and you know I don't want to go too deep into this but apparently like the owner of the villa had said that you know there there was something that happened in the past where it was kind of like took him mm-hmm. out of the game mm-hmm. and so it was really just beautiful because he's he's now now, oh, he was also saying he's now managing one of an Airbnb property mm-hmm. in town. And, you know, he's his life is flourishing, mm-hmm. full of abundance. Mm-hmm. And to think he started as an Uber driver, mm-hmm. you know, and how much can change in a year. Mm-hmm. If you really just believe in yourself and you put, there's one thing that we're also wanted to talk about is it's not luck, it's alignment. 
You know, so powerful. He didn't wait for luck. He kept putting himself in. He kept reaching out. He kept offering. He kept showing up. And in alignment with integrity and in alignment with honesty and in alignment with responsibility and alignment with being helpful. I mean, all the things Mm -hmm. to really step into his highest timeline. So it's all the little things that you do that create alignment. So you could say, I really want to step into my highest timeline. I want, we do a meditation during the retreat called meeting your higher self. And what would she do? What would your higher self do? She wants the best for you. She loves you unconditionally, no mm-hmm. matter what. But what it, what do you need to do to bridge the gap between where you are now and stepping into that higher version of yourself? And it's all, it's seriously, is all the little things that you do yep. every single day. What are you talking about? What are you listening to? You know, what are you putting in your body? Who are you surrounding yourself with? All of that is all the little things that really help put you in alignment with your higher self. Even even the things like like cold plunging, like I was talking about that um, earlier in the podcast, is that cold plunging creates resilience. If you can, if I can do that, if I can do hard things, what else can I do? Because it is not easy when it's like you know, 40 degrees outside to get into a cold pool of water and sit there for 10 minutes. But you do it for a lot. I do it for lots of reasons. It's so good for your body. It's good for my mind. It creates resilience. It's just like, it's just, you get really hooked on, you know, taking care of yourself. And that to me is like showing me that I'm worth taking care of my body. And especially after a hard workout, it just unwinds you. I think that's why I'm so relaxed right now. Oh, it totally unwinds mm-hmm. you. I always say that it helps. Like my sleep is the best when I'm consistently cold plunging. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking about it today and I almost started talking about it on our stories. But, you know, when I was running up the hill, some days it's really easy and I love it and I enjoy it. Today it was like I need I knew I needed to do it because I needed to move some energy. But it was cold out. It was mm-hmm. windy, you know, and it can be cold. But when there's wind. Mm hmm. It's really cold. It's really cold. <laughs> and you're going up a hill. But, you know, mm-hmm. there was many times when I wanted to stop and say, ah, oh, maybe I won't do a second hill or maybe I won't go up all the way. But I kept pushing forward. And I really do think like with my mom saying with the cold plunging or with showing up to your workouts or honoring the boundaries you set for yourself, even in moments when you're getting tempted, all those little moments behind the scenes that nobody's there to cheer you on, nobody's there to kind of direct you into a new direction, um, but you push through the barriers and meet yourself on the other side, feeling stronger, feeling proud of yourself, feeling like you're not in this unending loop. You stop the loop, you stop the cycle. Those are really the moments where you're creating more magnetism for yourself, you're in the vortex of alignment. You're stepping more um, every day into further alignment with the higher version of yourself that you met or with the direction that you want to go. Like embodying the type of person that lives in the dreams and the desires that you're wanting to create. Mm-hmm. So it's how you walk through the grocery store. Mm-hmm. It's how you handle traffic. Where does your mind go? Are you in frustration or are you like, oh, well, maybe I'll listen to a podcast during this time or maybe I'll practice my breath or maybe, you know, it's using those mundane moments to to step more and more into the frequency and into the vibration 
mm-hmm. the of the person that embodies your dream. So because 90% like we always look like we're living, you know, uh, and we are for a majority of the space living this, you know, big life. But there's also like probably I would say 90 per 80% of the time where our life is just these everyday tasks, mm-hmm. you know, like doing the laundry or doing the dishes or mm-hmm. But so how we act in those moments really align us with the higher moments and the bigger moments that are coming in the future. And all the all the all the little things that we do, all the habit stacking that we do, all the mindset work, like waking up in the morning do and and doing your meditation or doing, you know, taking little bear for a walk. I love taking for her for a walk, but it's also it's also part of part of the fact that I'm getting outside, I'm getting some out of mother nature, I'm getting to spend time with little bear, all the little things, all those little things where you go, I don't know if I really want to do my meditation this morning, or I don't know if I really feel like doing my breath work, all of those times when you're saying no, you are taking it, you're taking a step backwards, because you're never just stationary you're never just in one place you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards honestly and it's not work when you just go I'm just going to do what brings me closer to the life that I want to lead I'm just going to do it I'm not going to negotiate with myself or hit snooze one more time if you have to get up at 6 a.m to do your miracle morning you're going to just get up and just do it because I will tell you that the, when you start backsliding and start going, okay, I'm just going to let myself, you know, sleep in, you do it one week and then it turns into two weeks and then it turns into three weeks. That's why they're, they say, you know, most people when they set their resolutions, if you do that, the New Year's resolutions or set your intentions for the year, most of the time by February, most people have stopped. And the only reason is that that one day, they decided they weren't going to do it just that one day. And then it just turns into two days. So if that has happened for you, and you're listening to this podcast, we, Bailey and I, we're going to encourage you to start again. You can start, you don't need to wait for a new month, for a new year or a Monday, or, you know, I'm going to start over on, at, on the first of the month. You can start right now. And just start again on what you know really makes a difference in your life, whether it's drinking your water. I'm going to drink 40 ounces of water by noon. Oh, I'm going to start drinking, eating a salad. I'm going to start doing a workout, whatever it is that you know that brings you in to alignment with your higher self. And if you're not sure who she is, then just think about what would the highest version of you look like? Who would be around her? Where would she be living? What work would she be doing? What would she be wearing? All of those things help you go, what what would she be doing? The highest version of myself, the one who's happy. And if you forgot who it is, then we then just start then just start with asking the question like who is she? And ask your God, ask your ask angels, ask your hire, you know, get into a meditation and just ask the question, who is she? And then just do a brain dump, grab a journal and do a brain dump. What does she look like? And start just writing down what, what it is and and look back in your life on what made you happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really, I love that. And that's the thing about the practices and, 
and showing up for them um, even in the moments when you don't want to or maybe you're like, what's the point or whatever. And and I do think that it's also important to touch on the fact that in the practices and in the work and and showing up to these spaces that offer us more awareness and curiosity, I think it's important to always meet your higher self and also be open to the idea of of meeting your shadow self, you know, and understanding her as well or him as well, because we're constantly um, in our conscious mind, but there's 15% of our brain is our conscious mind. And so what's within the other percentage is your subconscious. So it's the the underlying uh, pulse behind your patterns and behind your behaviors and your knee-jerk reactions or self-sabotaging tendencies. So getting going into your practices and being open to meeting her as well to understand her better, him better, if, if there's a guy listening, <laughs> um, then kind of creates room to understand all aspects mm-hmm. of yourself. Because once you start really seeing and and being aware of like the conversations you have in your head or all of that, like today there was, you know, it was kind of funny. Um, in the past, I when I was in the gym, if I saw a pretty girl that was in great shape, fully confident, I would start going into my head. Like say I was having a great workout. I was feeling really good. Then I saw her. And this is being super honest. Um, I would start getting so self-conscious about myself and not feeling like I had a place in the gym. And so I would leave. And instead of going in today, I noticed there was a really a beautiful girl that walked in. And I started getting curious because I felt that t- past tendency pop up into my head where I was like, oh, I should just you know, I just kind of want to go and hide away from this or maybe I don't feel worthy enough now to be here. And I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, why Why do I feel like that? And I started asking those questions. And so I started being like, oh, well, I feel like that because I feel like if she's in her confidence and beauty, then I can't be in mine or I don't have. Wow, that's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or there, the, there's only enough space for her. And mm. And then I was like, wait, that's not true. I was like, because I could see another beautiful girl in her power and be like, oh, she's beautiful too. You know what I mean? And and also, mm-hmm. I don't have to be at, in any state in order to have space to be in the gym working on myself. Yeah. I can just be. And I can admire somebody that looks healthy and strong. And that can be it. And mm-hmm. then I can come back to my own energy and still feel whole within myself. So I started getting mm-hmm. curious about the conversations that I was having in my head, meeting that shadow self, and then having my higher self, higher self show up to the table. So it's really getting curious and present within your day-to-day life to start making new decisions, to start stepping into more alignment and into more embodiment, and to choose a new way and to know that the integration process at first is going to be feel really uncomfortable and it's going to take work. But the more and more you show up to the table with everything welcome and have a seat, the more and more you can start creating ease and it doesn't feel like work and now it's just who you are. That's so great. I want to share something with you. This is what I love with Bailey sharing this because this that was so honest and so helpful for so many, including me, when you share that. 
And we were at our at our last retreat. We do this thing that I'm not going to talk about because it's kind of super special, but I am going to say what they said about you. We have the super special thing that we do in the closing ceremony. And somebody said to Bailey, and you're, you're 500 years old. <laughs> and she went on. And this is like, that's the wisdom that you bring to to the podcast, to the retreats, to me, to all these women who are here, all these people who are listening. It's because you are like 500 years old. Like you have, like you're 26, but you have the wisdom of thousands of years. I mean, seriously. Like Aww. I was just listening to you going, oh my gosh, who is that? <laughs> who is, oh, it's my daughter. Oh my, talking about this, like just so said, you said that so well. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, and the thing about it too is I think that we all really, like my mom has access to information um, in different ways. Like she gets, if you've ever had a reading by her, she's so on point. It's freaking crazy the things that she's pulled up. And, and you know, she has access to the divine and to the, the ethereal realms, to the all-knowing, you know, world that is above us within us around us everywhere she gets them through pictures you know and and I used to not feel like I was very you know worthy or I didn't have a, anything important to say and so I wouldn't I wouldn't show up I wouldn't use my voice and then I started really tapping into this work that we're so passionate about and I started getting my own my own insights and you know sometimes when we're talking on the podcast or I have something come through like I don't really know where it's coming from I just speak it out and and I know within myself like it feels in alignment you know and so my point with this all is that when you tap into these spaces when you show up to your practices when you keep your your head clear and work on self-care and self-love you will start getting your own inner wisdom just like my mom and I created access to within ourselves that we share on this podcast, that we share within our work, we all have access to this this divine knowing that gives us a space of trust and love here while on our journey rather than in a state of fear and worry, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, 110%. It just makes it easier to tap into when you're when you were embodying your high, highest timeline like when you're taking care of yourself it, if you're not taking care of yourself it i can see the block over people's heads yeah i mean it's just wild i've felt the block over my oh, yeah. heads before there's one time i was in a breathwork session and i was holding my breath and i went into it super foggy headed i couldn't get it clear holding my breath I was in it for about 15 minutes not holding my breath but I was doing you know my practice mm -hmm. and then I let my breath finally go and I had been holding it for so long and I felt it shoot up mm -hmm. into my the top of my head mm -hmm. and it was like a bubble and it cleared everything out like that and I was mm -hmm. like whoa that's so good that's why the tools are so important and and using them and practicing and being consistent it's that's just the beautiful thing that happens and becoming your best own self-healer mm -hmm. and I always like to say you know when you first started playing tennis or you first started playing the piano or first started learning to walk you weren't very good at it like you were you you know it wasn't natural and then all of you if you just start practicing some of the tools you just pick one any mm -hmm. of them practice yeah. and then see what happens and then the more you practice the better you get at it and it, and it includes tapping into your higher self mm. 
Yay. <laughs> this was fun. Was it? I love talking about this. Me too. I feel like we could yeah. talk about it all the time. Yeah. But um, my mom is sleepy. <laughs> my mom's sleepy and and she looks like she needs some sleepy time tea. So, I'm going to have some sleepy time tea. But we hope you gain something out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, fall in love with the mundane. Find ways to play in it and mm-hmm. be super present. Get curious in it. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. we're and we are so grateful to share this with you and have you listen in on on some of our our wild escapades with with rogue chefs and and also stories of Uber drivers who start living their dreams. And we're just wishing you, you know, all of the same, like I'm stepping into your highest timeline. So in the meantime, we're sending you all the love, all the love. And we'll see you next. We will talk to you next week. We will talk to you <laughs> next, next week. week. Bye. Bye.